You're listening to Life Simply Better with Zoe Galitzis, Episode 2, Create Your Dream Life. Do you wish you could stay caught up at work without logging on at night? Do you wish you had plenty of time for your family and for taking care of yourself? If you're feeling overwhelmed by the never-ending stream of emails, meetings, and laundry, then Life Simply Better is for you. This is the podcast for busy working moms who are already experiencing success in their careers, but want to simplify their lives and create more time for what matters most. I'm your host and coach, Zoe Galitzis, and you can find out more at lifesimplybetter.com. Hello, busy working moms. How are you guys? I'm doing pretty amazing. I am really excited to be here with all of you, and I love that you're listening to the podcast and I'm able to share this information. Today, we're going to talk about creating your dream life. And I know for some of you that might sound like a pretty big topic to take on, might even sound a little bit intimidating or at least out of reach based on your current situation. But I think it's actually a great thing to talk about because I don't think it is out of reach. I think it's totally doable even for the busiest working moms. You do need to be patient and be willing to step out of your comfort zone. But if you're willing to do those two things, this is something that you can have. So today we're going to talk all about how to identify your dream life, how to just know what you want, and then the three components of creating it. And finally, we're just going to touch on a couple of different ways to go about creating that life. You can do it yourself with self-study, or you can hire a professional coach. I have tried both of those routes, and I will talk a little bit about my own experience. So what is your dream life? And I think this is a good place to start because sometimes it's really hard to just know what we want. Sometimes I have trouble even just deciding what I want to do with my evening or a few minutes of spare time, let alone what I want to do with my whole life. So I think it's good to just take a few minutes to reflect on this and realize that you might need some practice thinking about this. It might not be obvious at first, but that's okay. I will walk you through it. So it's really important to know that It's not just what your dream life looks like on the outside, the outside description, but even more importantly, it's how that dream life makes you feel or how you think it will make you feel. And I'm just going to use an example here of what I think of kind of a cheesy example, a stereotypical, you know, life of my dreams, swinging on a hammock on an island with the ocean breeze. Um... And I think that's an image a lot of people might conjure up. I realize it's a little cheesy. I'm not suggesting that as your actual dream life, but let's just use that as an example because I want to talk about this idea of what it looks like on the outside and also how that dream life feels. So when you think about yourself 
swinging in a hammock on a tropical island. Why is that something that's so appealing to us? And the reason that it's appealing to us is because of the feelings we associate with it. We think that would be so relaxing. I would just be free of all responsibility. It would be really enjoyable to be in the beautiful surroundings, having the yummy food, etc. And so it's good to notice that the tropical island on its own is not enough to make it your dream life. You need that experience of relaxed enjoyment too. It's not just the external picture that you're painting. It's also, and more importantly, how it feels. So if you think about this same situation that we just described, you're swinging on a hammock on the beach with a pina colada in hand, the gentle ocean breeze is swaying the hammock back and forth. That's really dreamy, right? But what if earlier that morning you had learned that a small but deadly spider was found on that island? And so you're swinging in that same hammock, feeling that same breeze, but you're actually feeling panicked and worried and anxious about that spider crawling up and taking a bite. And what's important about that is maybe there's a spider there and maybe there's not, but suddenly you've gone from relaxed to panicked and worried and anxious. And it's not so dreamy anymore, is it? It's not so appealing to be there. And the reason that I point that out is because this is true whatever your dream life may be. Even if you get every single external circumstance that you think you want, the perfect location, the perfect house, plenty of money, perfect husband and kids, whatever it is you're thinking about, even if you have that, it will only be your dream life if it also comes along with the feelings that you want and how you want to experience it. And that's just really good to know that the reason we desire things is not actually for the things themselves, but because of how we think they will make us feel. I'm actually gonna say that again because it's really important. So pay attention here. The reason we desire things is not actually for the things themselves, but because of how we think they will make us feel. So I want you to take a minute and think about what you want your dream life to look like. Maybe it is that island beach, or maybe it's something completely different, but you can go all the way out to La La Land here, even if it's totally unrealistic. Just let yourself dream for a minute. What would be that ideal life for you? Where would you be? What would you be doing? Who would be around you and how would they be? And so now when you have this picture in your head of your ideal dream life, now I want you to ask yourself, how would you feel in that life? Would you feel relaxed? Would you feel happy, confident, balanced, excited? or inspired? There are all sorts of feelings to choose from, and we all have different answers, and that's part of what makes us unique. 
And I think it's really good during this exercise to broaden your emotional vocabulary and really go beyond just the generic, I would be happy, and really pinpoint how you would love to feel. Does it mean joy, laughter and humor, content? What is your version of happy? What exactly do you want to feel? And to help you with this, I've created an emotions list, and I encourage you to take a look and think about the feelings that you associate with your dream life. Those are more than anything else your, your goals here. Again, your goal is not so much those external circumstances, but how do you create more of that emotion, more of that experience in your life? And so if you want to take a look at this emotions list to kind of zone in on exactly what happy means to you, you can just go through the get started sequence that's on lifesimplybetter.com. Just go to the website, click on get started, and it will be part of the series of emails that you get from that. So now we've talked a bit about what your dream life is. We know your dream life is the vision of your circumstances, but even more, it's about how you want to feel and what your experience of those circumstances will be. So now let's talk about how to create that life. How do you get there? And again, I realize that thinking about your dream life might feel like a really distant an unrealistic goal. It might feel like you need to turn everything upside down and change a lot of your current circumstances to make it happen. I know when I started this work a few years ago, that's definitely how I felt. I felt like I would for sure need a different job, a different financial situation, and I thought maybe I needed to wait for my kids to just grow up before I could really experience my dream, which was to have a simple, relaxed life. But as it turns out, I've been able to create my dream life without waiting as long or changing nearly as much as I thought I would have to. So I still have the same job, I still have young kids, but I really feel like I have exactly what I want right now. I have that relaxed life that I was craving. And now I'm going to walk you through what I did change to make that happen. So the way I describe it is as having three components to creating your dream life. Routine, freedom, and purpose. I'm going to walk through each one of these components and give you some concrete ideas of how you can start building your dream life today without changing your career or winning the lottery. Although if either of those things happen, that's fine too. This will still work. So the first component to creating your dream life is routine. Creating a routine that serves you and ensures that you have enough time not just for your commitments at work and at home, but also for yourself, time just for you. And if you're anything like me, you might feel like your life is way too unpredictable and busy to create this kind of routine. But let me promise you this can be done. So as an example, this week, my schedule is not my normal schedule. I was in Chicago last week for work. My in-laws are visiting. 
and I'm going to go to New York again for work on Monday. And so it would be really easy for me to say, and I will tell you, it was pretty tempting to just say, I guess my routine's going to go out the window this week because I have this travel, we have visitors, all this stuff going on. But even when it's unpredictable, you still have a routine. You just do it so automatically that you don't even realize it. So even when you have a crazy day, as an example, you still brush your teeth. You don't say, wow, today was just really busy. I guess I won't brush my teeth today, right? And the only difference between my routine three years ago and my routine today is that it serves me so much better. My routine three years ago got my teeth brushed, but it left me overwhelmed and behind on emails, work, laundry and housework, budgeting and financial planning, you name it. I wasn't able to keep up. I didn't feel like I could keep up with my own life. My routine today still gets my teeth brushed, but it also keeps me caught up at work. It keeps my inbox empty. It gives me a budget and financial peace of mind. It allows for quality time with my kids. It makes food and meal planning easy. So I could go on with this list. But the point is, I haven't changed jobs. I haven't gone part-time. I still have three kids. I still have the same 24 hours in a day. I've just gradually and intentionally built a routine that truly serves me and what I want out of life. So that's the first component, that's routine. So after routine, the second component of creating your dream life is freedom. Once your life gets simple enough, your inbox is empty, your house is decluttered, and you have a great daily and weekly rhythm that works for your family, it gives you a lot of freedom. And the key is to realize where you can break away from some of the structure that you've created in your routine and really get to that blissful, relaxed state that you crave. And this is so good because it's like being on vacation during your day-to-day life. If you think about how much money you spend on a nice family vacation to just get away from it all for a week, that's what I'm suggesting you can feel like during the other 51 weeks of the year. It's so good. And I'll give you a couple of examples of where I have created more freedom in my life lately. So one is waking up without an alarm clock. So good. So usually I had been setting my alarm clock for six. That was part of my routine that had worked really well for me in the past. It had helped me, um, you know, stay caught up on everything. But I took a week off recently and I realized how much I love to wake up without an alarm clock. And I was feeling kind of bummed after that week of vacation about going back to work and having that buzz, buzz, buzz go off on my phone in the morning again. And so I thought about it and I realized that I don't actually need to set an alarm anymore. I have created enough simplicity in our morning routine and within my workday that I can actually stop setting my alarm, sleep in, and have that luxury of waking up when my body wants to every day. 
So of course there are going to be exceptions to this. So I have an early flight to New York tomorrow morning and I'm gonna set my alarm for that. But most days I'm sleeping in and it's wonderful to do that. Another example of freedom and where I've added that into my life lately is just with food. So one of the great things I did in creating my routine was just to really simplify meal planning and the food that I was eating. That freed up a lot of time. It freed up a lot of mental space, not having to worry about that. But now that I have that routine as a foundation, I've also allowed myself the freedom to really enjoy food and eat what I want because I'm not stressed all the time anymore. I can really eat for enjoyment and pleasure instead of just (laughs) grabbing some sugar to cope with stress, exhaustion, and overwhelm. So again, building that foundation of a routine of kind of, um, you know, those go-to foods and having that be really simple, but then on top of that, being able to really enjoy what you're craving and what you're feeling like in the moment is a great combination. So that's the second component of freedom. So you have routine and freedom. And then we come to the third component of creating your dream life. And that is purpose, living your purpose. And I will say that this one really freaked me out for a long time and I was not sure what to do with it. I love the idea of fulfilling a purpose in the world, making a contribution and speaking with my own true voice. And I had this idea for Life Simply Better and coaching other busy working moms. But I couldn't see how to do it without taking away from my family or my career. I really felt like it was something I would do eventually, maybe as a second career, or maybe when my kids went to college, but it just didn't make sense right now. I thought instead of focusing on my own purpose, I wanted to really focus on spending time with my family and taking care of myself and relaxing. But here's the surprising thing. It, it at least totally surprised me that it was actually more work for me to not pursue my purpose in the world. And it was more relaxing for me overall and made me show up as a better mom to follow my dream now. And here's why I think that is. I think that we all have some impulse inside us our own unique contribution that is striving to be created in the world. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have that, I don't know what I want to create in the world. If I had extra time, I honestly would just want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix or maybe just sleep. If that's what you're thinking, don't worry because that's totally normal when you are coming from a place of being too busy overwhelmed and exhausted. You just need some time to stabilize and get time to relax and take care of yourself and that's totally fine and part of the process. But eventually I promise that you will start to feel an impulse to do more. And so what happens is that when we have this impulse to contribute and do our purpose in the world, And we're constantly, without even realizing it, spending energy to keep it inside us. 
It's like trying to hold a beach ball under the water. You have the desire to speak with your own voice and create your purpose, and then you hold it down with thoughts like, I don't have time for that. That would take away from my family. That's just too scary because people might not like what I have to say. So instead of just taking a little time and effort to get started on what we truly want to take that first baby step towards our purpose, we spend a lot more collective time and energy suppressing it. We spend a lot of time and energy holding that beach ball under the water instead of just naturally letting it float up to the top and show up in the world. And so now that I've started my website and this podcast, I notice that it can be hard and stressful at times. There's some ups and downs there, but it leaves me with this simple, peaceful relaxation that makes me a better mom. It takes away so much resentment from the other parts of my life because I know that while I'm working and being a mom, I'm also doing something that I truly want to do just for myself. And so that's the third component, is starting on your purpose. But again, it's really common at the beginning of this process to not even feel connected to a purpose. And if your purpose right now is just to figure out a way to stay caught up at work so you don't have to log on after your kids are in bed, that's a great place to start. But I wanted to share a little bit more about my own story just to give you the full picture longer term. So let's summarize what we've talked about with creating your dream life. First, we talked about describing your dream life, not just what it looks like on the outside, but also how it feels. If you had your perfect life, how would you feel? How would you experience that? And recognizing that it is what you truly want is to just feel that way. And then we talked about the three components of creating your dream life. The first is gradually building a routine. Even when your schedule is hectic and unpredictable, building a routine that simplifies your life keeps you caught up and lets you relax. The second component after routine of creating your dream life is freedom. Knowing where you can depart from your structured routine to create a life that feels like vacation the other 50 weeks of the year. And the third component is living your purpose, understanding how that's possible even with kids and a career and realizing that it is actually less work and less stress to follow your dreams than to spend the energy it takes to keep pushing them down below the surface. So now you might be thinking, that all sounds just wonderful, Zoe, but how did you learn to do this? So I learned a lot of this on my own from books and podcasts, and that's exactly what I plan to share on this podcast, everything I learned and how you can create this life for yourself. But the best thing I did and what really made it happen was investing in getting coaching for myself. This is something that felt scary and like a big leap 
at the time to invest money in getting a coach. But I will tell you, the return on my investment has been awesome. And looking back, it was such a no-brainer to do. And I still have a coach now because I realize how valuable that additional perspective and tailored guidance is. So on the next episode, if you're interested, I'm going to talk more about how to find coaching that fits your busy schedule and your budget. Because having a good life coach to take you through this process can make it so much faster and much more rewarding, too. But even if you aren't interested in getting a coach, I encourage you to keep listening to the podcast because you can learn a lot on your own. And I'm planning to put all my best content out here to guide you through that process. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I'll be back again soon with the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. I love that I'm able to share this work with you. Have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm.